Hi, I'm Laura Camacho, the CEO and founder of Mixonian Institute, and I'm delighted to welcome you to Critical Conversations, the podcast of Mixonian Institute. Like the name suggests, it's all about critical conversations, conversations that make the difference, conversations that are interesting, and conversations that change the way we think. Hi, and welcome to Give Your Boss Constructive Feedback and Keep Your Head Attached. I wrote this blog Uh, in response to a question uh, in my recent survey. Someone wanted to know how she could um, give her boss some apparently needed uh, constructive criticism and not hurt her career. So, of course, not everyone who criticizes their boss suffers the same fate as Cicero, who was executed after being declared a public enemy by Antony for criticizing him. Uh, perhaps Cicero should have made his comments in private. I don't think it's impossible to communicate upward just because of the unusual number of Korean airplane crashes. Those are attributed to co-pilots not feeling empowered to correct their bosses. In their hierarchical culture, one is obliged to be deferential towards one's elders and superiors in a way that we really can't imagine here in the U.S. So they had this problem where the co-pilot was searching for the acceptable way to tell the boss that he had made a mistake and, oops, uh, the plane crashes because he's having trouble finding that way to communicate with his boss. One of the most delicate communication situations is giving your boss constructive feedback. The safest rule of thumb is don't do it. If you feel strongly enough to override this suggestion, read the following. What helps your boss usually helps you. Take some tips from the communication skills involved in successful international negotiations. One, it starts through the relationship. All communication travels through the fine filter of relationship status. If the relationship is strong, then you're looking good and sounding sharp. If the relationship is tottering, you're looking a bit fraudulent and sounding unreliable. Bosses, contrary to appearances, are often fragile and delicate. In any case, they are subject to the usual human frailties, and some are actually quite paranoid. Uh, There's a link to an article called The Care and Feeding of Bosses for more about that topic. Before offering helpful suggestions, make sure the relationship is solid. Two, operate from the motive of helping the boss first, then you. If you're even considering giving your boss some constructive feedback, then you're thinking like a leader. However, she is still the boss and you need to manage her as someone leading from below. What are the benefits of giving this feedback to your boss? Why would you put yourself through this precarious experience? You're definitely in the position of selling it, so make it clear that this message is in the boss's best interest. Number three, correction through omission. If you have consistently built the habit of praising very specific actions, for example, great images on a presentation, then your boss has been trained to expect that kind of comment from you and When you fail to praise something, the boss, depending on his or her level of emotional intelligence, may notice your lack of positive reinforcement. Number four, mirror the style of your boss. Sync up, as they say. Fast talkers like fast talkers. 
Quiet folks appreciate brevity. Just like you wouldn't wear a tuxedo to play tennis, don't use inappropriate style in talking to your boss. And if you're not sure what is the appropriate communication style, put on your Sherlock hat and observe the following. How does your boss dress? What are his favorite words? What is her tone, speech speed? What is the body language like? And on the topic of leadership com communication, uh, McKinsey, the consulting firm, has just put out a fascinating article about how the talkers, the ones who usually dominate the meetings, are most often seen as leadership material to the detriment of the organization. This article is called Finding Hidden Leaders, if you want to Google it or you can find a link to it on my Mixonian blog. Number five and the final tip is don't make a big deal about it. This is my personal go-to. Rather than wait for big moments, I sprinkle in suggestions when the occasion arises as in the style of a professional educator. As is our accepted communication norm, Sandwiching in the suggestion between two sincere remarks of appreciation works well. A simple way to, quote, sprinkle suggestions, end of quote, is asking leading questions like, why, why don't you try, or have you tried, or what about something? That way you're raising the question and you're, that you're not quite 100% behind what's going on, and you're kind of encouraging your boss to think about it differently. Excellent communication does not happen by accident, and upward communication is always the most delicate. Start with building a strong relationship and manage your boss along the way by having a clear goal in mind and a strategy to get there. Make the boss look good and that light will reflect back on you. For additional insight on the valuable skill of feedback, there's another article on the Mixonian blog called Three Tips for Giving Feedback That Actually Works. That's it for today. See you soon. Bye. <music>